Well, I invite you to turn with me in the Bible to Proverbs, the book of Proverbs. As we mentioned last week, we're starting into a summer series through that. Proverbs is roughly in the middle of the Bible, or if you're looking it up on your digital app, start with P-R-O-V, and you'll probably get, get there pretty quickly. Uh, it, is, um, it is a book, as we shared last week, of wisdom, literature. If you weren't uh, able to be with us last week, I would encourage you to get online, download that sermon. Of course, we've got the uh, capability to. You can sign up for the podcast if you're, if you're uh, capable of such uh, things on your device and so forth, where you can download that regularly and listen to it. We mentioned last week a couple of themes that we want to look at each week as we go through the book of Proverbs over the next couple of months and highlight just selected Proverbs and themes from those. There's an outline in your worship guide back in the announcement section, maybe page 13 or 14 in your worship guide if you want to see where we're headed in the next couple of weeks for our messages. But these uh, four questions, at least, that we want to ask each week, what does the Proverbs say about God's character? Uh, what does this particular proverb say about human fool, foolishness or folly, we might call it? Uh, what does it say ultimately then, when we see that foolishness or folly, about God's covenant love? That he loves foolish ones like you and me through his grace and mercy. And then lastly, how can we walk in wisdom? How do we move away from foolishness and folly? How do we move towards wisdom in light of God's love for foolish ones like like us. So we're going to cycle back through those questions each week, and those will give you maybe some hooks to, to hang on as we work through selected Proverbs. Uh, today, as we dive into talking a little bit related to the Mother's, Mother's Day theme, what Proverbs has to say about motherhood, uh, the first thing I probably should say is that I recognize in a uh, group this size that there are probably those uh, present, uh, ladies, who have an unfulfilled desire. Uh, for being a mom, uh, maybe single and God has not yet opened that door to be married and have children, maybe married and God has not yet opened that door. Uh, others uh, perhaps are here. And while there's some really good things about motherhood, bringing up uh, mothers can can maybe bring up some bitter, bitter pills that some have had to swallow. And frankly, it may be tough for some to be here today on a Mother's Day. Uh, hopefully, though, for many, maybe for most, at least uh, mixed in, if not uh, overwhelming, those other things I just mentioned, today is a, an opportunity to celebrate. It's a, it's a joyful time as we think about motherhood, uh, maybe the privilege of being a mother, or certainly for many here, the privilege of having the blessing of a mother. And regardless of where we come from on that, as we look at the Proverbs, it's interesting, the themes that come up related to motherhood, certainly as we can imagine, this idea of some instruction imparting uh, wisdom and insight, uh, mothers being, being invited and called to do that, and certainly care, uh, tenderness and love and care. But what's interesting to me is I look through the Proverbs and it actually surprised me because I felt like I had a decent idea what Proverbs might say about motherhood was that the main theme in Proverbs about motherhood is the foolishness of not honoring mothers and the blessing of honoring mothers. That, that's one of the main themes there. So, you know, I tend to think some holidays are a little bit of a hallmark invention, you know. 
this one is not. Mother's Day lines up pretty well with some things we're going to read today, the idea of honoring mothers. And so as we read uh, this one verse for today, Proverbs 31, and then we'll get to a few other passages in a minute in Proverbs. Uh, let's keep that in mind. Let's keep that in mind, this idea of honoring mothers. So Proverbs 31, 28, let's start off with that for today. Right at the end, the very last bit of the book of Proverbs, it says this in verse 28, and then we'll, uh, we'll pray and get to some other verses as well. It says this, Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we pray today that you would guide us in understanding from your word, particularly from Proverbs, what you would desire to share with us about motherhood, that the moms in our midst would be encouraged and perhaps in some ways also challenged, but but Lord, encouraged and honored that others of us with mothers or mothers in our household would be spurred to recognize more fully the blessing that comes from your hand of the mothers in our midst. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I grasped the loaded firearm in my right hand and pushed it further into the pocket of my navy blue blazer seeking to conceal it from my interrogators. Are you listening? They asked. Why is your hand in your pocket? What are you hiding? I felt like the spotlight was on my face. I began to sweat. I was trapped in the back of the vehicle. Then came the final question. Did you really bring your new cap gun to church this Sunday? No, no, I said, it, 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 it's nothing. I lied in my most convincing nine-year-old voice, a completely false response to my female inquisitor, my own mother. My heart sank almost as I realized I had done it, especially since with nowhere to go and nowhere to dispose of the evidence, I was quickly tried and convicted just as we rolled into the parking lot of Grace United Methodist Church. Then there were those ominous words from my other interrogator, my own father. We'll deal with you. When we get home, young man, if you think the old Cross Creek Church services run a little long sometimes, let me tell you, that was a long day for Chris Peters at the service at Grace United Methodist. And there was the tough part, getting home, my dad pointing out to me what I probably didn't quite entirely get at that age, which is that I had actually hurt my mother, had wounded her by not being honest, not respecting her, not honoring her enough to speak the truth to her. And uh, I'll tell you, it's not actually physically all that far a distance between the 
living room conversation with dad in a Chicago 1970s split level to the kitchen to the conversation with mom that I had to have. But that felt like a mile walk, like a long, long walk to apologize to my mother. Certainly wasn't the only time (laughs) I had dishonored my mother, but you can tell it's one that was convicting, stuck with me. I remembered it. What's interesting, when the Proverbs speak, as I've already noted, about motherhood, they certainly talk about the dual role, and I want to be clear, it's a role for fathers and mothers to participate in the instruction of the young ones. Sometimes in our culture, we think that's all delegated out to uh, women and to mothers, and that they should handle that, and the scriptures actually present a picture of fathers being heavily involved in instruction, but we'll talk about that next month at Father's Day. But for today, we certainly see that picture of God using the blessing of mothers to be able to share instruction with young ones. We also see in this passages in Scripture, particularly in Proverbs, the idea of the blessing of mothers caring, taking care, making provision, watching out over the needs of their young ones and the value and the blessing of that. But as I said earlier, it's interesting to note that one of the biggest themes in Proverbs, at least, about mothers is this idea that we should be real careful to recognize the blessing that God's given us through mothers and honor them. Uh, I put it in the back of your worship guide if you want to follow along in the sermon notes section just this way. Since God blesses us with mothers, we should give thanks for their instruction and care, honoring them always. Well, of course, when we say that, we've got to acknowledge right off the bat, and I know the mothers here would, would probably be ready to raise their hands on this. You know, no, no one's perfect at anything. And mothers, I'm sure, uh, often wrestle with falling short and need uh, not only God's grace for salvation, but need God's grace for encouragement, for sanctifi- sanctification, for growth as a mother. So we recognize that. When we say we're honoring mothers, we're not saying that all mothers are perfect. And perhaps for some, you know, the mother dynamic hasn't, hasn't really been all that much good. But in general, uh, we find that mothers are a great blessing, and particularly mothers who are seeking to walk with the Lord, draw strength through the Holy Spirit, be guided and directed by the Scriptures, have the opportunity and the privilege of being able to be a huge blessing to those around them. And it's, it's something we should honor. Now, the, the, it, mothers aren't always perfect. Sometimes they fall short. I, I may have shared the story a few years ago of the three brothers who decided to do something nice for their mother on one particular Mother's Day. All these brothers were pretty well off. The uh, first brother decided to get for mom a huge new house, ten rooms, All the fancy appliances and so forth. The second brother put a bunch of resources, money into a brand new fancy car, a Mercedes maybe, with all the gadgets and bells and whistles and custom design for for mom. The last brother uh, decided to, to go a little different direction, try to do something spiritual. And so he got this parrot, this bird, and had this bird trained over a period of months to repeat back Bible passages, Bible verses on cue, on command, and gave that to, to his mother. 
Well, this particular mom, she wasn't the warmest of mothers, you could think, but she wrote a little thank you note to each of the brothers, and here's what she said. To the first, she said, son, thank you for thinking me of me on Mother's Day, but this house is entirely too big. I can barely keep up with cleaning my own room and the kitchen, let alone the ten other rooms. Love, Mom. Second son, she wrote this. Thanks for thinking of me on Mother's Day, but the car you got me is useless since I really can't see very well to drive it all. It just sits at the house. Love, Mom. To the last son, she was a little bit more appreciative. She said, son, thank you for thinking of me on Mother's Day. Your gift is the only one that I really appreciated. When I fried up that chicken, it was delicious. So moms aren't always perfect, right? And it's not always easy for them to receive or recognize our appreciation. But, goodness, it's true what uh, Abraham Lincoln, of all people, said. He said, no man is poor who has a godly mother. That's true, isn't it? No man is poor who has a godly mother. An anonymous person wrote this. There's only one pretty child in the world, and every mother has it. And, of course, on a sort of different direction, on the side of the blessing and impact that mothers can have, we're all familiar with the saying, the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Mothers have a great opportunity to have uh, impact. And and so I just want us to see, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time today. I know it's Mother's Day. Folks probably want to enjoy some time with mothers and some time over a good uh, meal, perhaps. Uh, Let's take a look uh, quickly at what Proverbs has to say about why we should honor mothers. Two main things that God can use them for instruction, to impart insight, wisdom from God to us and Uh, Certainly their care, their watching out over us. So take a look back at the beginning of Proverbs, if you'd like. Proverbs 1, 8. We're going to jump at a bunch of passages here. It says this in verse 8. It says, Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching. There we have both father and mother involved in that. For they are a, what? Graceful garland for your head, a pendant on your neck. This is a beautiful thing to have a mother... Uh, that is imparting to us good wisdom, perhaps wisdom from the scriptures or wisdom from life. It's a valuable thing. Chapter 6, verse 20 of Proverbs. Chapter 6, verse 20 states it in very similar words. It's interesting. My son, keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching. But then the next verse is a little different. It says, bind them on your heart always, tie them around your neck. So they're valuable and we ought to keep hold of them. We ought to lay Hold of those good things that our mother provides for us. It's interesting, the last, the very last chapter of the book of Proverbs, remember we mentioned last week there's Solomon's the main author, and then you've got this person, Agur, and then Lemuel is the author of the last chapter. If you look at Proverbs 31.1, Lemuel is acknowledging that this wisdom came to him from who? From his mother. From his mother. So I want to encourage us today to do a couple of things along those lines. One, to think about, again, our moms may not have been perfect or what. I don't think any of them would probably claim to be. But to think about some of the good wisdom, the good insight, the good words 
that our mothers perhaps shared with us that we probably they're probably part of how we operate today. Part of who makes us into the some of the good things about who we are today. Let's let's pause today and, and think about that, because I think that'll help us to get pretty practical about considering the blessing that our mothers are to us or have been to us, we hope, in providing that wisdom and instruction. So let's think on that today. And of course, all of that, when I talk about each of these points, all of that is downstream from God, right? He's the one who put this thing together of mothers and fathers and families. So that's ultimately we're given thanks and praise and recognizing his goodness when we acknowledge that. So instruction, wisdom, uh, imparted by mothers. Then take a look back at Proverbs 31 again. Proverbs 31. And it's interesting what it speaks of here. We don't have time to walk through all of it. But about the, the vision, the calling for mothers to, to provide, to watch over the needs of their, their, their household and for their young ones in particular. Proverbs 31, 15 says this. She rises while it is yet night and provides for her household. Proverbs thirty-one twenty-one. she's not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. Right? You know, what? what is one of the main things that we recognize that the Lord does for each of us? He provides our needs, right? He looks out for us. He's taking care of us. We recognize him as the giver of all good things. And this proverb is reminding us, these proverbs are reminding us that um, our mothers are a reflection of that or can be in as much as they care for us. So young ones here today, particularly those in elementary school and junior high and high school and, and whatnot, uh, let me encourage you today to think a little bit, slow down and think a little bit about all the things that mom does for you. Right. Maybe even make a little mental list of all the things that she does. And and be thankful for that. Give praise and thanks for God blessing you through your mother. And then the last thing I want us to see uh, back in Proverbs 31. Well, we read this earlier about, you know, a woman rising up and she'll be blessed and they'll rise up and praise her. Jump back actually with me to chapter 15, verse 20. I'm just going to touch on a couple of these. Proverbs 15:20 talks about the opposite side of that. So, you know, I like to be positive, so I presented it in the positive side. Here's the reverse. The path of the fool, verse 15 or chapter 15 verse 20 says, "A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother." Not a not a good thing to despise your mother. It's a good thing to honor your mother. 19 verse 26, Proverbs 19 verse 26 says, he who does violence to his father and chases away his mother is the son who brings shame and reproach. And then 2020 is even a little more <laughs> sobering. If anyone curses his father or mother, his lamp will be put out in other darkness. So that's a little bit of the opposite side of the coin of this honoring mother is Proverbs tells us, goodness, if we're doing the opposite, right, and the Bible always gives us a positive thing to move towards and tells us to avoid the negative as well, uh, goodness, we're headed in, a, in a, bad, a bad path. Again, 
I don't want to pretend like everything's peaches and roses with our families. We might need to have some reconciliation. We might need to have some restoration. Sometimes we've got to have tough conversations. Things are not always good. But again, the biblical picture is one of God blessing us through our families. I'll uh, close with this. I was with my uh, men's group yesterday uh, morning. A few of you all are in that uh, Saturday small group that we've just started back towards. And uh, one of the gentlemen in the group was just we were just having a prayer time at the end. And this is a guy who's a military veteran. He looks to me more like, you know, a drill sergeant than anything. He's got the bald shaved head, very square jaw and and just looks that that part. And yet, as we got to the end of our time, uh, we didn't I don't know him well enough to know his story. But he was talking about uh, his mother and he asked us to just pray uh, for for him. And we began to pick up that he had lost his mother some time ago. And he was encouraging the rest of us to really appreciate our mother. And uh, and this guy, you know, this doesn't always happen in guys groups, but he got choked up. Tough kind of military fella. He got choked up at the end, trying, uh, just wanting to share with us, encouraging us the blessing of our mothers. And we asked him and realized, goodness, it had been 20 years since he had lost his mother. And still that was dear on his heart, tender to his heart. Uh, what a blessing that God uh, provides for so many of us uh, through our mothers. And uh, let's, let's give thanks to the Lord for that today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the words of Proverbs. We do pray, Lord, that we would not be those who in any way despise or dishonor the good blessing of mothers that you've placed in our lives. We do want to pray, Lord, for difficult situations that maybe some of us have in our families Uh, Father, we want to pray, too, for those that maybe feel like uh, missed opportunities. Maybe uh, mother has has passed and uh, we feel that. So we thank you, Lord, that you uh, you're sovereign over even those things. And we can take comfort from you and receive your forgiveness and grace. Maybe where we we haven't uh, honored our mothers. And Lord, we pray that you would then strengthen us to uh, live in a way that recognizes the blessing of the mothers in our midst. And, and lastly, Lord, I do pray. I, I thank you for the, the calling, the vision that Proverbs gives as well for mothers to be faithful in what you've called them to. And we ask that you'd give them strength and give them a sense, sense of being used in your hands and their calling as mothers. And we pray this all in Jesus name. Amen.